Nerds and Not Movies. This is a podcast where we get together sometimes, and sometimes we get together from a distance, and we talk about movies, and we talk about some other stuff sometimes, and we don't really write a movie because we don't write stuff down, but you know how it goes. We're going to talk about a movie, and we're going to make one up, but it's really a not movie, so that's what it is. I'm Sean. I'm Summer. (laughs) I'm Eric. And our guests tonight are Kyle and Zach. Go ahead, say your names. Hi, I'm Kyle. And I'm Zach Storman. From the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up is the yeah. podcast that we do. Yeah, well, they're, they're two-thirds of the Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up boys. Yeah, with the, the brunch boys, the houseboat. We have three names. We got to pick one and go with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of separate entities, isn't it? Brunch is the band. Yeah, houseboat and, is the production company. Uh-huh. And Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up is the the flagship Podcasting. show, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you just all happen to be the same collaborators. Yes. It happens nothing to wrong be with that. all three the same people and three different names. Because we can get a million views if we make a million things yes. and they all get at least one view. So we're trying to do as many things as we can and hope all of them get one to three views and eventually... Under the band, under the show, and under the channel, we'll have like twelve views. I think that's a solid idea, but I and also solid math. <laughs> but I also am bad at marketing, so yeah, take that as you will. As, as so so are yeah, we. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> do you think that's? Why do you think that is? Do you think it's because like we come from the middle of nowhere and we just thought like we can't make it, so we don't push ourselves? I don't know. Like I, both Zach and I have lived out in L.A. in an attempt to like join that rat race and jump in him way more than I have in the music world. But uh, I try to do like out there and even in Philly, like motivate myself and get myself into doing stand up and stuff. And it was like, eh, like I, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe I wasn't prepared for it. Like we didn't grow up in a rat race of a world. Like we were very mm. laid back life. Yeah. So when it became evident that to quote-unquote make it in something like that you had to pretty much sell your soul and work really really hard i was like nah i like getting drunk and sleeping so much (laughs) that yeah i I really didn't like it i was in a band in la we had managers and lawyers and pr people and the whole nine of like the the way it works and uh it got to the point where it's like not fun at all we were in the studio, we weren't having fun. Playing live, we weren't having fun. It was just super stress all the time. Um, and then, like, came home. It was like, and we, we all just... Well, one of us stayed out there. Yeah. One of us is in jail for life. And the other two of us have <laughs> gone back to uh, civilian lives. Yeah. And all the music Sounds like quite the story. What we make, that we could just make for movie. fun, you know? <laughs> yeah, like at that point, what's the payoff if you know you're doing all that and none of it is fun? Unless the payoff is literal pay, that's great. Then yeah, you're making millions of dollars. If I had millions of dollars being thrown at me for doing something I once enjoyed and now don't like, I'd probably last a lot longer. I'd probably go another ten years down that line. Yeah, I think maybe if I got a big check, yeah, then I would have. If you were had able, a more like, reason to stick it out, pay but, off your parents' house, like in the first big thing you did, type of big. Yeah, maybe I would have sucked more dicks for that. Yeah, but, <laughs> but now we just do it for fun. 
<laughs> yeah, which is really cool, and and in a way that you have complete control and can keep it fun and can keep it interesting, which is really awesome. Um, we collaborated recently. I was on an episode, so you guys can go listen and hear a familiar voice if you want to. Uh, we collaborated on a song, and it was really, really thick song. and really interesting so and intricate and really awesome. It was it was a lot of fun, and it definitely pushed us further down the path of what the hell are we doing on this album right now? Because right after that, we did a bilingual like Tex-Mex song, to put it roughly, where it's about a guy who is like hiding from these terrible crimes he's committed in a small town in Mexico, but falls in love with this girl. So like we wrote this whole song, and, and I wrote the lyrics through Google Translate, and so it's half in Spanish. <laughs> oh, no. Half in, half in Spanish, half in English. I think I got the, uh, the Spanish parts actually correct on this one. I gave it to my friend who's fluent in Spanish, and she was like, yep, perfect. Like, oh, nice. I understand what you're saying there. And then the, Kudos to Google. Yeah, it, it worked. Um, and they tell you the name of the person who assisted you in translating it. Not, like, live, but, like, the person that, I guess, programmed that phrase or that word. Um, and the lady's name was Consuela, and I was very happy about That's that. Cool. Um, and then the week after that, we did an all-sexual innuendos country western <laughs> song. Nice. Where the best sexual innuendo I found is definitely wiggling the toothpick. Because uh, it's it's funny, but it's also insulting to your penis because you're calling it a toothpick. <laughs> and, the, and where yeah. it's very cowboy. Yeah. In the song, yeah. the whole and the drums, the guitar, the, everything does a fill. Yeah, it goes, it goes wiggling the toothpick. Yeah, it's, all at once. It, it so just works. So, so you helped <laughs> us get pushed down a weird path, um, and the the flute you laid on that, and we gave you very little to operate with. Um, and you, you destroyed it. It was great. It's, it's, a uh, yeah, every week we do a song, I go, this is my favorite song we've ever done. Um, and That's I think that cool one's, place to be. that one's holding on. That one's holding on. <laughs> nice. All right. So, uh, enough music talk. We, we've indulged the three of us enough. Yes. Uh, how about movies? What kind of movies do you guys like? <laughs> um, I think individually we, okay. We bond together on Sci-fi, fantasy, and, and action. That would be the three genres. Yeah, definitely. We go see every Star Wars release together. We go see most every Marvel or... D- not even... We don't do DC. But most every no. Marvel... <laughs> Understandable. The last, the the big last decade of DC, I don't really... Zack Snyder just destroyed things for me. Um, Zack so, Snyder was never a good director no, i don't like i will him. take that i really take don't like any him. day i don't like any of his films yeah really. yeah like 300 Whoa. just wasn't good oh, okay but uh but the, and then sucker punch i guess some people really like it but i was kind of like eh, visually not my thing so we bond mm-hmm. over that but then we, we oddly since we're both uh, hilarious people we very we differ a lot on uh, on comedy uh, one of my big heroes in, in comedy and in acting in general is Robin Williams. I think he's one of the greatest of all time. And sure, I can't, yeah. I can't stand Robin Williams. Yeah, Zach hates him. <laughs> he hates him. Like, he was so glad he died. Like, was glad. I'm not going to say <laughs> oh, I was glad. He was having a parade. Okay. He was running around. Dressed like a clown, like he was in Jack with the red nose, shitting on little oh, kids. Oh, that movie is fucking horrible. Yeah, he doesn't. I don't think it. I ever saw. Oh, Jack. not not Jack. The other one. What was the one where he's the doc? Jack. Uh, Patch ages. Adams. Patch Adams. Patch Adams. Yeah, yeah that's Jack is the one where he ages rapidly. Like he's a ninety-year-old yeah. man. Great. It's the saddest movie ever. It's so sad. I think J Lo's <laughs> in it too. Extra hey, sad. 
But yeah, that's okay. That's so what's doing. your brand of what's your brand of comedy then, Zach? Um, I'm trying to think what I think is super funny. Like obviously, like like um, like all the Will Ferrell shit when I was a kid, and like that mm-hmm. style of, um, and like Seth Rogen, like those guys that were more of like, the Apatow, dir- yeah, dirty yeah. sort of stuff like that. But um, dry stuff is good too, like British stuff. It's just uh, I'm not super into comedy for the sake of comedy. Like I don't really yeah. like like stand up bothers me sometimes. It's like not my scene. Yeah, he's so crazy. like when a movie is like the funniest movie you'll see this year, um, or it's just it, joke after joke after yeah, joke. Yeah, I'm like joke. okay. Um, sometimes I want a little more subtlety. Yeah, I mean the joke after joke is good, but when it's like joke after joke because they're comedians and it's more funny. If you're a stand-up comedian and that's your favorite movie, it's probably my least favorite because just <laughs> yeah. there's something about that world that just doesn't work yeah. for me. Yeah. Well, it's got to serve the story. It's kind of like a like a love story that gets jammed in there if it doesn't make sense yeah. and well, isn't I would... necessary, then it just feels off. I would even say that the problem after like the Apatow boom came from every movie was... Doing and even the Apatow movies, where it's like that free form improv style, yeah. where it's just sort of like, oh, you're doing rapid fire takes on the same joke, and it's mm. like back and forth, and it's like back before this, like half of this would end up on the cutting room room floor, and after a couple of those movies, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I it should be, yeah, you know I, what I mean? Yeah. It, <laughs> I think the movie that solidified that it, I don't even know if it's Apatow but Wedding Crashers Wedding Crashers yes was Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn it's a two hour and twenty minute comedy <laughs> like it is absurdly long for a comedy and it's all and they still have a like a, a, an unedited or like an extended cut yeah. version but there are yeah. some, some bangers in that yeah when he goes like, you motorboat the whole motorboat thing that's <laughs> funny you're sitting there talking about Dr. Quinn medicine woman's boobies I'm in on this you know like built for speed or pleasure like that whole bit is great yeah but that movie was supposed yeah, to drags. be probably written as an hour and 30 minute comedy and it's yeah. two hours in 20 minutes but they did it really well and mm. then yeah you, I agree. you get to like I don't know like uh, get him to the Greek and you're like alright this is now just a whole stable of up and coming comedians like Nick Kroll and Aziz Ansari trying to make themselves yeah. and they think I've got room to improvise and it, yeah it takes away from the story it's just like I just wanted to be funny so I could be like I was the funniest part of that film fuck you yeah yeah <laughs> definitely well uh, wouldn't it be nice, wouldn't it be fun to be in a movie one day? Eric got to be in, in a movie. What? Um, not really. <laughs> uh, I was, I was like an extra in a couple movies in high school, but. Sounds ooh. fun to me. Yeah. 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 How did it, you, it was pretty cool. I say, how did I you kick get myself up with that? That's crazy. In high school? Um, yeah, I was doing a lot of like acting and stuff and, and. Uh, acting in high school and stuff like that, and I, I wanted to do some film acting, so I just uh, I I sort of like auditioned around and got into some casting agencies, and then they yeah. uh, started like basically just like uh, putting my uh, resume and headshot out there, and I got 
Um, I get to be in the, the, do you remember the, uh, Shyamalan film, M. Night Shyamalan film, uh, The Village? I love yes, that Yes, yes. Yeah, it, I got to, I got to be an extra in that, and it was pretty cool, and he's a super chill, really nice guy, and treats his cast, and, like, even the extras, and, like, we got, like, really good catering, it Hell wasn't yeah. like I, I'd done some other movies where it was like a PB and J sandwich and like a tinfoil <laughs> thing. But yeah, they had like really nice catering and stuff like that. And it was really, it was a cool experience. I, I liked it. It was fun. I kick yeah. myself for not wanting to be in Wet Hot American Summer because oh, I, like I, I, I remember when it oh, came around and I kicked my mom for not letting me be in Wet Hot American <laughs> Summer. My mom refused to let any of us be in the movie. When, when you guys would have taken that thing over, dude. Had, all, they let, like, had she let you all been in that seven movie? Seven mochas, one movie. <laughs> Why are all these Aryan-looking children running around in the background, all hyped up on fucking wet hot sugar. mocha summer? Yeah, wet hot mocha summer. <laughs> but I, I remember they, the the kid in Wet Hot American Summer, the nerdy science kid. That's that scene between David Hyde Pierce and Janine Garofalo, and he's in the background being all weird and shit. Mm-hmm. That character was listed zach will love this as a young robin williams type oh. and i was like oh, 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 i've got this i'll just go audition oh, 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 ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and i bet that was she said oh, no it's a sex comedy they said it's a sex comedy you can't be in that and i was like mm. and then you look at josh bodwell sitting in there and i'm like fuck you josh why are you getting to be in this movie go tattoo somebody was it josh josh is in the background julia's uh, in it too julia's in it uh, a couple of people I did plays with at Shawnee growing up, like a lot of like people that went on to continue acting, but that that crew would have been amazing. But I do, and I think myself. the nerd you're talking about, we went to college with as well, right? Oh, I have a friend that was one of the indoor kids, uh, Topher. Oh, um, yeah, I think that's who one... got the role you wanted. <laughs> is that who? Is that who? Well, I think Topher. that's who you're talking about. <laughs> Maybe. I went to I went to college with Topher and did theater in college with him. So, nice. if you have any beef with him, I can pass it along. Totally, totally. <laughs> yeah, you got any beef? Hey, we man. got we have got a segment. Hey man, I got I got this beef with you. Uh, your mom's cooler than my mom uh, about us being in <laughs> sex comedies. We got beef. <laughs> also. Just go by, just go by Chris. All right. <laughs> All right. And this has been, uh, we've got beef. We got beef. So, okay. That's a great segue. Yep. Now, yep. what kind of movie should we write? Did you guys come loaded with ideas? Um, so we have a, cu- a couple ideas that uh, we were mulling over. Uh, 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 one I think is good. I think is the one that we'll go with. And one is terrible. So we'll, All right. Hit we'll, us with that one. We'll throw the terrible at you. So yeah. we are coming uh zach picked me up at work and we were going to grab beer and he had gotten his car washed sprayed some scent in there that was way too powerful we started talking about the smell of like black ice air freshener and then i was talking about how it kind of also smells like stripper and that got me to start talking about different types of strippers in the world and the one that i think is the funniest is uh and 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 not even the funniest the best probably is the cesarean uh scar stripper i because that lady's like working for a reason and you know the reason she's working yeah and so then immediately the way my brain worked uh she's got a cesarean scar right but she's mm-hmm. also uh, she's a, a a white straight female, so she's a cis fate a female cis white female, and then I was like, but she's part of the Aryan Brotherhood, so she is cis Aryan. 
right? And she's uh-huh. got she's terrible been... area yeah. tattoos across her C-section scar. Wow. And she's just the anti-Black Panther. Is basically yeah. She's the new this. villain in the Black Panther yeah. movie where the sister becomes Black Panther. Yeah, where Panther. Shuri takes over. She's like a Nazi <laughs> stripper. She's the terrible. bad guy. And then it basically just becomes uh, like a Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez film. Like werewolf women of the SS type of idea. Um, okay. I think I've got the twist. What's the twist in that one? She faked the C-section scar. That's exactly oh, where my mind went. That is, that, see, that, that how, makes... how do you think I got these scars? <laughs> Baby? Nope. Yeah, yeah um, we could write that. That's fine. That, that's as long as, and, an yeah, idea. I mean, it's that, for, for some reason I was like, and there needs to be somebody that reacts to the C-section scar as like the the like last straw. Like all yeah. the other shit about her was like, <laughs> well, uh, I don't like that. But then when they find out there was no C-section, it's like, all right, all right. I had yeah. sympathy. This is not my club I had anymore. Sympathy for you. <laughs> it's a sympathy for the devil situation. Um. Well, that's a hell of an idea. You guys came out swinging big that, time. Wow. That, that was just us talking on the, the ride up here, the eight-minute ride to go get yeah. beer. Um, but cis I, Aryan. Uh, cis Aryan, which I don't know how you spell cis in the... the it's C-I-S. C-I-S. Yeah. yeah. But then yeah. she could also be like cis, S-I-S, like Sister Aryan. Like that could be like oh, her wow. There could be multiple layers to this. Um, okay. But I think that one, uh, it's it's fully loaded on the concept, and then I, I don't know. I think I think after that, it kind of drops <laughs> afterwards. Like there's not much more to go with other than she's a racist who may or may not have a baby. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> <laughs> and the, I mean, yeah, the country is full of those. Yeah, we are. Go to a strip club. Go to a strip club. You probably find five of them. I mean, you can't go to a strip club. Can you go to a strip club now? They're not open yet. Oh, uh, what a great question. There's got to be a strip club open. Some, I've, it's, I've not yeah, thought it's of that. Be. Lap dances are very, very, very close. Um, like it Maybe there's no be, lap dances right yeah, now. No, no, yeah, no, no champagne room. None no of touching. that. No touching. No sex in the champagne room. <laughs> well, yeah. never that. You never do. Unless you pay. Never do that. But you never do that. Um, so that, that was that, but I think the idea- it says on the door topless, bottomless, but then maskless is crossed out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to wear a mask, but you can be totally nude. Yeah. 100%. Um, but yeah, so that, 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 that's that idea. Um, and then the other one that I think like going it's back more to more of a real that, idea, like a real idea that we, we bond over sci-fi and, and fantasy. Um, and while our comedy, uh, interests, differ a lot we do kind of get together on british dry and like that style and there's no american that does that style better than wes anderson in my opinion that very mm. dry like yeah. royal tenenbaums that mm. conversation between angelica houston and gene hackman where he's like baby i got cancer and she's like you do or you don't and he's like i don't i don't i don't she just starts hitting him he's like no no no, no. <laughs> i do and she's like do you or don't you? Just tell me. Like, that whole thing is just a wonderfully uh, mm. delivered scene. And, I mean, I think we're both weird in the Wes Anderson world that, that we think Darjeeling is probably, Darjeeling Limited is probably his best movie next to... You, well, I like Moonrise, Moonrise a lot, too, but it's it's tossing between those two. I love me. those. So we like that. So what we started thinking of is how can we make a, 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 a sci-fi fantasy Wes Anderson movie? 
Cause wow. Oh, I don't think we've done that yet. Have I, I was really hoping so. you had. <laughs> think so. I, I mean, like. That sounds one, awesome. I, yeah. Once you say it, I, it's crazy because I, I see it. It actually works really well together because yeah. I don't know if this is where you guys were thinking, but to me, I automatically see like retro futuristic yes. space. Yeah. 100%. Right? Yeah. Like. You know, like like sixties or fifties vision of the future, Jetsons and that's like in real life almost. Yeah, and it's got that sort of tweed, Wes Anderson. I mean, you. I mean, you could almost like I. I know this isn't fun, but you could almost just copy paste Steve Zissou, like uh, Steve Zissou. Literally, yeah. what we yeah. said. You take Steve Zissou, the the Life Aquatic, and you took it and you switch it around in a space, and it becomes the Life Aeronautic. Um, <laughs> but you could very easily do that. So what we were talking about is Wes Anderson, while he's all about style and, and everything is so meticulous, mm-hmm. he's able to do that because his stories are very simple and yeah. it is about humanity. It is about, how did you put it, Zach? It's about, it's about like realizing that you need to grow up yeah. and be responsible take, yeah, for take yourself. Respons- no matter how you look at it, like from Bottle Rocket on, it's all about kind of growing up and taking responsibility. Um, and, and when we boil it down, it's just like you, you just kind of have to be a strong person. And how do you take that and make that the focal point of a sci-fi movie without just making it Moon? Because that's pretty much what Moon oh, is. Oh, Moon was good. Moon's great. Yeah, I love Sam Rockwell. He's awesome. I think you have the lighter. I've never seen that one. Oh, wait, no, I have the lighter. <laughs> but I, uh, I think... With with Wes Anderson, uh, he has a set crew of people that he works with a lot. So I'm thinking kind of take the Guardians of the Galaxy feel and throw the cast of your Angelica Houston, your Bill Murray, Jason Schwartzman, one or two Owen or one or two Owens. <laughs> one or two Wilsons. <laughs> one or two Wilsons. Wilsons. I'm preferring Luke Wilson though. Um, I but, always prefer Luke. Yeah, I, I oh, think definitely. Luke is, Owen is a great writer. But Luke, I just, ever since old school, honestly, ever since Bottle Rocket. Um, but at least, you know, throw those guys in there. And then you can sprinkle in everybody else that has been, you know, in his movies. But it's got to be about a human story. Yeah. And I think kind of also taking from Firefly a little bit. You were saying, Zach, you like the idea of the space western. Yeah, they're like out, sort of outlaw, yeah. sort of, you know, not your typical... Uh, dynamic of people. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I uh, what we kind of came down to is it's going to be this crew of whoever that are all uh, the whole thing will, in my head would take place on their journey to go turn themselves in for a terrible crime they've committed, and it's just oh, nice kind of breaking down the human side of things and the battle. So we don't have any idea of what the characters are or anything mm-hmm. like that. But we were kind of thinking that, like, start off with a Wes Anderson feel. Everything's very meticulous. Yeah, go that Jetsons era, you know, big dials, you know, big gauges. Like, just everything's weird and, and very, like, prominently placed. It's just like, why is that panel there? Just Yeah. Because <laughs> exactly. it looks good yeah. with that rug. Because, it, exactly, because it looks great. Like, yeah, that's... Yeah. His, the, aesthetic, the aesthetic needs to be as overstated as the dialogue is understated. Yes. And it works. It's, it's the juxtaposition of that that yeah. is beautiful. Um, so yeah, I think that I think that was the one that we liked the most. And I think it'd yeah, be, I'm down. I love it. So more more fun to great. explore. So yeah. I think Jason Schwartzman is going to be our likable 
kind of main character of the group, and maybe he's uh, maybe his name is starting with an A because we, we're going to do that new system and it's going to be easy to remember the name. So okay. maybe, uh, I don't know, do you, Alert. 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 Ooh. I like it. Yeah, it's kind of like alert. semi-alert. It's kind of like alert. <laughs> yeah, but with two L's. That's good. But with two L's. Alert. Al, yeah. wait, is his name Alert or <laughs> Alert? Um. I don't think so. I think it's Allard. Allard. I, I like Allard. both. I How think, silly do we want to go for for, think, for or in? I think the Bill Murray character just calls him Al. Like he's yeah, the only one that does yeah. it. Just yeah. sprinkle that. It's like he's the only guy that thinks his name is Al Lert. Like his sure. name is like <laughs> Alvin Lert or something like that. And there could be a whole scene where he goes, "Wait, your name's Alert? I thought it was Alvin or Albert <laughs> <laughs> or Alvin." <laughs> And then, um, so I, th- I feel like he's the character who, who convinced the crew, or who was at least trying to convince the crew, that they need to turn themselves in for this crime. Yeah. That makes, um, he plays that character well. I can see all yeah. that. Yeah. Well, the so, so just to clarify, I want to make sure I have the, like, DNA of this thing. So it's, it, so they're kind of like the swanky 50s space crew. Yeah. And, and it's sort of like uh, that's, that, that look and feel, but they are... Um, kind of like space pirates, sort of like space pirates. Yeah, I would yeah. say, yeah, okay. at least like cool space pirates. Yeah, at least who space have their shit together. that did something wrong and ran, and now they've got to go face it. But I think and pirates I think, is a good way to put it. I think the stakes need to be lower than they think the stakes are. So, like, Ooh. they think maybe they destroyed a planet with like yeah. one of their schemes, and they really didn't. Um, So they're going to like, like, you know, they did steal something or, you know, they did like a heist or, you know, I don't know, whatever on that planet. But they thought they blew it up and it wasn't their fault. What about this? What if they are uh, a team of, you know, hired gun mercenary pirate types and they were hired to do a job and the job was to release a chemical on some planet and then they left. And this starts off right after they've like gotten paid and the guilt is starting to set in and they don't know what the gas is they don't know what they they just were hired transporter style you don't look in the package you don't ask any (laughs) questions no names just go so now maybe they're just so the the story could also just break down like well maybe we didn't do anything maybe we gave them a gas that makes them all fart rainbows and and fucking Mm -hmm. smell pretty and it's like yeah who would hire us to do that though yeah so, we can so, so then maybe what it really is is, like, they were exterminators exterminating, like, a bug on Ooh, the, uh, like, yeah. a pest that was plaguing the whole thing. But as they were flying away in their spaceship, they saw, like, the whole thing go up in a puff of smoke yes, from whatever they delivered. Yes. So they assumed it, like, turned to dust, but it was really just, just this stuff. All right. So they, they go away, and then they think they're on the run. We got Alert, and then um, what's Bill Murray's name? Can it just be Bill? Uh, I think Bill's fine. Yeah, Bill Burry would be funny. Just to just cut out any Bill intent. Burry. Just and, and alliterations always. What if good, his name know? is Bill Lert? Bill Lert and Alert. Alert and Billert. That's great. They thought they were cousins. But one of them is Alert. Like Alert, and his last name is something else. Yeah, and his is Bill Lert. Bill Lert. And yeah. We're doing this to be not confusing. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good plan. It's working the out a- great. The ABCs yeah. are working out well. Okay. All right, so we, we've got we've got Alert and Bill. Um, now uh, Wes Anderson doesn't really do a great job of sprinkling in uh, 
anybody other than white men a lot of the times. Uh, mm, so I think point. maybe we need to throw a Danny Glover in there because he's been in his movie. He was yeah. in, in Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, yeah. So maybe we uh, we, we get bring a little glo- diversity. Bring Glover in. Bring Glover in. Um, and he could be th- kind of like your aging Lando type, you know, that aging Lando mm-hmm. Calrissian. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He's definitely saying some I'm getting too old for this shit type of lines along the way. <laughs> But I think he's, he could be, like, the, the person that is, like, if Alert can convince him, he's the one everybody else is hung on. Like, he is... Yeah, maybe he's technically the captain. Is he the captain? But Alert yeah. is, like, kind of the one who thinks he's in charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's an egomaniacal first... Ca- like, he, he, he's number one. He's, no, yeah. He's an egomaniacal... We could say, like... I'm number one. I'm number one. All the time. I'm number one. He has a shirt that says I'm number one on it. I and his guess. name is Cap? Yeah. Yeah, we just call him Cap. Cap. Yeah. That's a C. C. And that works perfect. perfectly there. All right. All right. Great. So we got those three. And then now you got to throw a lady in there. So Angelica Houston is my perfect. pick. I think Can she be like the one who knows everything about the ship? Maybe, or maybe it's her ship, Ooh. and she's like the real like technical wizard, and and she's like a she everything like that goes com- wrong with the ship. Can she be like the computer interface for the well, ship? Well, I was holding, oh. I was holding off on throwing that in there because I have an idea, but I, I like her being like an engineering, you know, yeah. like she's she's like the Scotty of the ship. Oh fuck uh, yeah! Um, it's but just in clearly terms- smarter than everyone else yeah. on the ship too. Yeah. I don't know who we want to use from his, like, you know, uh, cavalcade of character actors, but I think you got to throw, like, a clunky 50s futuristic robot in there. Like, literally, like... Uh, big like, clunky? Yeah. Big, yeah. like, tube arms and, like, <laughs> claw hands, you know? Like, yes. Um, he appears to be it, the least helpful-looking robot, like... <laughs> I mean, his name is, like, you know, Mr. Coffee, and it's, like, a coffee bot, but it, like, yeah. shatters the, like, mugs and stuff, and it's never, like, working correctly. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, uh, they should also all be, like... in a fight. <laughs> they should also all be just constantly smoking cigarettes. Like, it's yes. a vision of the future that never... Where it's just sort of, like, it's 1950s before... 1950s version exactly. of the future. Yeah. It's before you get... they knew that cigarettes were even bad, so they're just, like... I don't know what you're talking about. Have you guys ever watched uh, Cowboy Bebop? They're oh, con- yeah, I love Cowboy they're Bebop. They're constantly smoking cigarettes yeah. in that. Well, so which yeah. I love. Like, smoking cigarettes in a spaceship just seems... I mean, that so first ridiculous. episode... It's cool. Yeah, it's so cool looking. That first episode ends with Spike catching a, uh, a lit cigarette in zero G and then smoking yeah. it. Like, it's yeah. so fucking cool. Fuck it. Uh, so uh, we need to give Angelica Houston a name. Uh, so if she's going to be the Scotty of it all, let's yeah. just call her Dottie. Then we go with Dottie. the D thing there. We keep it the alphabetical. So her yep. name's Dottie. I also, just the thought that I had while you were talking... Um, maybe she knows everything about the ship and she is, you know, the, uh, she, she's the engineer and all, but maybe she's also like an heiress that inherited the company that makes the ships. And this is the one that she made herself. And that could be a buried thing in the background somewhere that she's actually like the owner of the ship that you don't really know. 
But I think her knowing everything about the ship because she grew up on it. Maybe maybe her dad like was that. a captain in yeah. the past or something and like she that. she doesn't have to be a criminal on the ship. She just chose to. Yeah. Because, like, she grew up super rich with this life of luxury and just wanted she to was, do something wild. Yeah, she went yeah. to Tifa yeah. on the galaxy and was like, fuck my parents' money, I'm burning everything down. Mm-hmm. And so you got Dottie. Now, the, the, uh, the robot that we're talking about, the big clunky robot... Um, I think we, uh, easy way to go with it is if we, we call him Eli, E-L-I, and then we just have to, uh, uh that's ele- great, that's great. Electronic life informant or something like that. Yeah, you know? that's great. I Impro- like life improver. Uh, electronic life improver. Yes, electronic yeah, life oh, improver. Good. There you go. D-O-G. Um, <laughs> he has like it, it, the robot has. Kyle's like, not bad at acronyms. That's the dog that just entered the room. <laughs> that dog's name is D-O-G. Uh, uh, the summer. The robot's name is E L I. Electronic life improver. 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 Yeah. Eli. Eli. And it's like you see the commercial early on for some for for, for like a new version of Eli, where it's like now instead of five uh, functions, he has six. And it's Ooh. like, and they're like, he makes coffee. He vacuums the floor. And it's all like stuff that's very like. Yeah, we we basically have technology that's better than that now. Yeah, um, <laughs> maybe at the end he crushes your enemies. Yes, he crushes your. Now, if we're going, just I just realized this. I said Eli. Um, he should, should be we voiced, name. We should be voicing him by Owen Wilson because Owen Wilson played oh. Eli Cash. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. In, also, it, it it's just the funniest of the voices that you could have onto a yeah. robot where it's yeah. just like yeah well, like, like a... in, in hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy thomas lennon as the the voice of the ship is probably my favorite part of that uh, of the <laughs> sam rockwell version the martin Freeman yeah. version it's good yeah it is just like oh no we're going down you know it's just like that yeah type of thing. yeah so it's just like hey guys i think i broke another mug you know just over here yeah <laughs> that was my yeah. owen wilson <laughs> not good. Well, it's a hard accent to do there, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. That sounded like the the Lord Michael's impression that people do. Yeah. <laughs> I was just saying, that was a bad Dr. Evil right there. That's what that was. Um, oh, show sure, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> did, we, I, I'm, uh, did we name Angelica Houston's oh, character? Yeah, Dottie. 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 She's Thank the you, Scotty. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Trying to keep By it the so way, for us. Uh, uh, there's always like a a a sort of torn. I at least sometimes there's like a love interest in these films, but it's sort uh-huh. of like a forlorn love. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think Dottie, like maybe had a crush on Allard, <laughs> and that's why she Ooh. like cause maybe you would expect it to be Bill, yeah, but. But maybe that's and, why and the she. Age gap I mean, thing is fun to play with too. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why she ended up with this with this crew. And why he path. thinks he's so amazing because <laughs> the lady that knows everything is one to huff his dong at well, night. Well, she loves like she's like in love with him like sexually, but he treats her like he like she loves him like that's his mother. Yeah. Yeah, but he's got mm-hmm. some weird. Like she, like she, uh, like like has like a, a romantic thing about what's him. What's that called? Oedipus. It's a reverse Oedipus. But he's like not about it, so he just brushes it off like a, more of a motherly figure. Than but she a, wants to jump his bones so bad. She wants. And to jump maybe they'll his get bones. together in the end. Maybe, maybe I could hope so. So, do we like the idea then of of uh, that? I think that's a good core team. For sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. You don't want to go too many more people on that. 
You don't want like a weird kid in there, do you? Ooh, a little kid is always uh, interesting. Maybe. And wait, especially wait. Oh, put the kid from the Goldbergs on it. <laughs> oh, oh, the, the main kid from the Goldbergs? Yeah. Wonky Eye? Love him. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm in there. So they decide that they've got to go back. Like he's trying, they're, they're still going away from the crime, right? Mm-hmm. And at some yeah. point, he, uh, uh, Allert is trying to convince both Bill and, and Cap, and also Dottie's already on his side. You know, Dottie's on his side, and and so he's basically just got to get those two guys, because the robot, Eli, can just do whatever we say. Um, he's trying to get them convinced that they need to turn back. And then maybe that's when they find the kid. The kid is like a, a late stowaway. addition. Maybe a stowaway, or maybe they come across... Um, like Ooh. an SOS or something? Like an S- maybe they come across a ship that is floating out in space that mm. was sent off Superman style from the planet they just gassed. Oh, oh shit. And okay. the kid is that kid. So it's like this snot-nosed little nine-year-old or ten-year-old kid, but he can be played by the kid from the Goldbergs. He's just yeah. ten. Mm-hmm. Like Martin Short Yeah, that kid's Clifford always style. ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck <laughs> yeah. And then, so maybe they tell him what happened on the planet, and he just goes along with it because he knows what ha- what actually happened. Yeah, but he knows that they think that they blew it up. Blew and it up. really, he just wants to go home, and he hates the fact that he was the chosen one to be sent out. You know, in case this gas was mm. actually poisonous. But mm. he, but he had contact with them long enough to know that I'm well, out here floating. I've... I think that they should think that the the planet got destroyed. So I don't think they should be going back there. I think they should be going to like the international oh, yeah. police headquarters, the Citadel, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, where yeah. there has to be some cameos from some like uh, Anderson regulars. Because now I'm saying like, like you know how in Guardians they had like John C. Riley as yep. like the Nova Corps guy. We need yep. some like. Who who would you throw in there as like a, from his? I mean, you could have Gwyneth Paltrow thrown very easily in. Oh yeah, yes. Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow and Clay, uh, Kate Blanchett, I believe. Was yeah, in, yeah, uh, Life Aquatic. So mm-hmm. you could have the two of them. Maybe they are like the dual matriarch head of the universe. Great. Yeah, the universe Absur- council or yeah. something. And yeah. they've got to go to them, and they think they have to go to them and turn themselves in for this heinous crime. So that they're heading there. I, I, I think those two would be a fun That's duo. a fun yeah, yeah. Because they're almost interchangeable in certain parts, but very not at the same time. Like one hundred percent could play different, different. energies yeah. for sure. Yeah. Okay. So now to make this a little bit less straightforward, they're not gonna either either they're gonna decide to go straight there and then they're not going to be able to maybe they have to either save somebody and they're like we're, we, we don't even want to go turn ourselves in we're trying to get there and it's hard but something Hold happens up. and Eric i think has I, it. I think i think i have it so the kid bring coming in i think nicely fits this uh the oh, kid right. coming in uh leaving there is allure uh is is uh fascinated with the idea of um all the things that would be fun to a kid of being a space pirate and that that element of that livens the crew, which actually works against Alert, who's trying to get themselves to turn themselves in. This oh. kid is making them fall back in love with what they got into it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I like, like Bill Murray's character is like showing the kid all like completely like things you shouldn't be telling a yeah. kid. <laughs> exactly. His like, life of space yeah. piracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, yeah. All of the ears he's taken off his victims type of deal. He's just going. Yeah, through he's got a locker full. A locker full of treasures that. Um, and to make it easy, uh, again, keeping with the, the alphabet game, uh, k- kid name, can we just call him Freddy? Is it just Freddy? Freddy. Freddy. 
Freddy. I think, I think also there's like a scene where they're inappropriately firing large weapons. Oh, oh yeah. 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 It, yeah total, yeah, like Royal Tenenbaum style, like him taking the kid, you know. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Bill, what are you doing? And he's like, you said show him the ropes. I'm showing him the ropes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and, and then the kid has a hot tip for, uh, you know, a scheme on some other planet. Oh. And, and, and they like redirect the ship there. And then Jace, uh, Alert finds out and he's like, he's got a hot tip. What, what are we going to not follow it? He said it's a sure thing. It's, it's, it's on the way. Yeah, it's already on the way. So, yeah, so they've got to get to their, to, to that big action The Universal point. Council. Yeah. Well, they, so I don't think this kid wants to go back home, right? It doesn't so sound it, like it. No, maybe he just wants He wants to be piracy. a space pirate. I mean, okay. Yeah, he was, like, kicked off, like, his parents injected him in space because he's just a bad kid. They were like, we need Oh, a, shit. <laughs> I we not, need I one not volunteer that. to be sent out into space or there was, in case we get destroyed. Well, and they're well, like, what if they were... Fuck this kid. Send him. They were out. sending him to like reform school. <laughs> yes, so they were like, sending him to like, like space a reform school. That's, mm. yes. That's the, good. All right. The capsule so it broke has down nothing in to space. do with the place being yeah. uh, destroyed. It's just the transport well, pod just broke down. I have down. a question about that. Actually, um, it w- are we saying the place was destroyed, or they thought it was destroyed? They, or they thought it was destroyed. Okay, I thought yeah. it was. Yeah. So this yeah. kid. They maybe they assume that it's a quote unquote Superman scenario, and that actually makes us and them fall more into the like, oh, they definitely blew up that planet yeah. thing, and and maybe mm. the kid just rolls with it because he's like, I don't want to go to fucking boarding school, so yeah. you know, and they even yeah. call he's it space pirate. They even call it like space boarding school, and everything is just space. <laughs> space. <you know. laughs> sure. Can you get me one of those, uh, pass me a space beer? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Hey, it's Tuesday. Uh, space tacos again? (laughs) (laughs) Space taco Tuesdays for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so so the kid gives them a hot tip. Yeah. And, And, oh, now it's there. Uh, the kid gives them a hot tip, um, while they're on their way to, to the council. Is that what Mm. we're saying? So yeah, I think so. There has to, and yeah, then, there's got to be a hiccup before the council, for sure. Yeah, they so they they take this hot tip. Maybe he says like, "I know where we can get." Uh, well, okay, well, space gold. I was gonna say that, <laughs> but like maybe maybe in order to convince Alert, they would ha- maybe the kid would say like, "I know of a place where." We can rescue somebody. Oh, okay. Because Alec like, is bent on being a hero. He's bent yeah. Like on we the need to make it up. If we show up with to the council with some refugees that we rescued, don't you think that's gonna like take a couple of years oh, off our sentence good. or whatever? Ooh, true. Yeah, that's really and, good. And that kind of then pins Alert as the anti anti hero. He is so <laughs> wanting to be. He is the least. Han Solo man you've ever met in your life. Perfect. Yeah. I like I have a, that. I have a, but while, we're, while we're there, I, I want to like kind of like take a moment, not to slow us down, but to sort of like assess what we're kind of building. And I think that what's interesting that I'm, what I'm, the perception I'm getting about Alert is he's having some sort of, I guess you could say like a midlife crisis. Like yeah. he's been, he's been a pirate this whole time. And I, at one point, and also what's interesting is he's definitely the youngest of this crew. That's yes. established. Now they've got a, a kid. By like 30 years. Like 30 years solidly. Yeah. Yeah. And now you've got a kid who is now the youngest of the crew and potentially Allard's replacement if things mm-hmm. like fall apart. So I'm, I'm thinking that like maybe this 
you know, when we get to like underneath the surface of what's really going on underneath these sort of symbols and metaphors with space is that like alert is like ready to move on. Like, is that what we're kind of building in? I think that's a good way to get like, I like the midlife crisis idea. And then just thinking while you were talking about how, and, and thinking of the age gap, like he is literally in the middle. So we could throw in somewhere a stuck in the middle with you. Oh, I love it. Uh, little, like, <laughs> I love where it. Where he's just like realizing, and you just get a nice Wes Anderson uh, audio drop. You know, almost a Tarantino style, like yeah, you know, like throw in just again my my favorite word, the juxtaposition of it all. Like just throw in that weird thing that that just kind of yeah, it's just gonna be a weird scene between between them uh, all realizing, and 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 he's fully coming to grips at that point with the fact that he is going with the going through a little bit of a midlife crisis and. All he ever wanted his whole life was to be a big, you know, famous pirate and his middle management at best on this low rent, <laughs> shitty thing. Um, and maybe he sees like, maybe he sees the other people who get caught getting more notoriety than him. And maybe on some level, like he's just kind of ready to be caught. Oh, and that's and, why he's okay with turning themselves in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, an interesting I angle. I, I also think that like, you know, maybe I don't know. We could, we could, we could. You know, you can always reverse engineer what the impetus, whatever the inciting incident. Uh, it's not going to literally be this, but like you know, if you like run into somebody that did it, took took a different track in their life, and you're like, ah, oh, crap, I should have done that sort of thing. I feel like that's what he's kind of going through a version of. Yeah, mm-hmm. but well, you could even in the in the moment where he goes, hey, like we could go over here and rescue, you know, these people, blah blah. blah. You could find out that, like, we could, like, bury a, a, a sub-character in there where who they're going to go rescue, the tip that the kid has, was they were all displaced by a much better pirate, somebody that he came up with that might have been a mm. part of their crew years ago, and now he is the captain of his own ship, and he's going around wow. and terrorizing the world. And so mm-hmm. he gets there and he sees, you know, the black spot or the mark that that guy makes whenever he you know, terrorizes somebody. And so he's constantly being terrorized by the, that high school comparison. When you go to a reunion Mm -hmm. and you're like, what have you been doing? Oh, you're still bartending. All right, asshole. Cool, cool, cool. I'm a dentist. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, all right. And he's super worried about it, but the rest of the crew doesn't give a shit. Yeah, they don't care. He's like trying to talk to the other guys about it. They're just like, what, whatever, this is some other guy. I, yeah. I don't want to hear about this. <laughs> or, yeah. or maybe Bill Murray's it's character Glenn. loves... Yeah, Glenn. It's Glenn. Uh, maybe Bill Murray's character loves that guy and misses Glenn being on the team and hates uh, <laughs> That's good. I like yeah. that a lot. So they get there to where they're going to rescue these these other people that are you know, stranded on a ship that is you know dying. And the kid's tip comes from him having floated past that ship like hours earlier before they intercepted him. And sure, but he couldn't do anything because... Yeah, he's yeah. like, I'm on a pod, you know, Superman style. You know, I'm Kal-El floating through space, being mm-hmm. forced to go somewhere. I send out my SOS, you guys save me. I tell you about this other <laughs> ship that was sending out an SOS. I couldn't do anything. They segue over to that thing. They get there, they see the sign of Glenn. It's just a big G. It's like the glass jaw <laughs> G. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and now they, and now he's like, they're rescuing all these people and Alert sees this maybe as a chance to one-up Glenn, like, I'm saving the people. And everyone else is like, yeah, fucking 
Glenn was a great guy. Remember Glenn? God, I miss, <laughs> I miss, I miss Glenn, Glenn being around. Even Eli is like, I miss Glenn. <laughs> Glenn is he made my the best friend. space chicken fingers. Yes. <laughs> so are we gonna show Glenn who's gonna play Glenn? Ooh, Glenn could be. I, I think. I think that'd be fun, a fun thing to bury Luke till Wilson. the end. Is that's Luke Wilson? Yeah, that's Luke yeah, Wilson. Yeah, that's perfect. Age-wise, that's that works up. He's taller, better looking, like everything anti-Schwartzman. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I had a, a really weird random idea. It might be too much to put into it, but just I'm, I'm throwing it out there. If they, so they're doing, they're committing all this fun Wes Anderson-y acts of chaos. Uh, and they're like, you know, they go to the place and Schwartzman's maybe trying to save people, but you see this kid is really taking to pillaging. He's yeah. really, yeah. he's really, he's like chucking space grenades oh, and like yeah. laughing. You see, there's a shot where he's laughing over the fire <laughs> that it, of this, like, and, and you find out that this is not like this kid's first rodeo. Like he Ooh. has basically been like expelled a, from every space academy in every the galaxy. space academy. He is basically like public enemy number one, but he's Ooh. like a minor. So they're <laughs> yeah. like, we can't put him into space prison. We, you know, and he's like this notorious figure in his own galaxy. Even yeah. he's like doing awful shit. So once he starts running with these guys, the uh, council or whatever gets wind of it and they start putting out feelers and they're starting getting chased by them. And the crew is going, Oh fuck, it's too late. They, they know what we did. They know Whoa. it. And they're, they're thinking, the kid. yeah, they're, they're coming after the kid, it. but they're like, shit, 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 shit. And it's, and they don't realize that's, so then it ups the ante and now they're kind of like, you know, they're not giving themselves up. They're kind of, of having to evade so, yeah so they're uh, at first going towards to turn themselves in they end up in that position like you're saying where they think they're being chased for the crime they committed but it is the kid so now they're going mm-hmm. the opposite way and they're running away from the problem being chased yeah, yeah but at but this point do they have why a- would they be running away from the authorities if they're trying to turn themselves because, in well and this is a really someone- stupid excuse but you could have a funny scene where they're like they're like uh, coming face to face with an incoming ship that's like a council ship, and they're like, "Oh, uh, get on the speaker, whatever. Let them know we're bringing ourselves in." And before they even have a chance, like the council starts like firing at them Ooh. or something. I don't know. Mm. It, it, you could do I, that. Well, it could be that, or it could be not the authorities. It could be some other group. Oh, pe- or it could bounty be hunters, Glenn or somebody else. Bounty hunters. Okay. Um, yeah, the other idea that I had that that's just a little bit of a spin on yours would mm-hmm. be like he's he's the same thing kicked out of school and all that stuff um a rap scallion a space rap scallion um <laughs> but he is also like maybe the prince or something oh yeah that's and, good and and it would be escaped, why they get yeah and he actually maybe escaped in the pod and then really what their good deed is is like they don't care about the refugees when they go back to the universal council but they're like you found the prince of this planet and mm. returned him to us safely. So all your deeds are forgiven or something. Also, you didn't blow up that planet. Yeah. Or they could be accused of kidnapping. If the yeah, that's, just sent out for that's the problem then. Oh, then right. they're, now they're like, they have kidnapping on there. Unless, I mean, the kid could always be I mean, like, no, they didn't. It, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He could vouch for him. He could vouch for them. It could be the... the 
Not the council coming after the the ship if they're running. You know, yeah, like you be, said, bounty hunters. Like, yeah, yeah that's somebody coming after the kid. Yeah, but, like, and to then kill him. it's a race between them getting to the council or, before, being, or being killed by the bounty. There you go. Yes. Okay, yes. so ex- Okay, so but the leader of the bounty by... hunters should be Glenn. Glenn yes. should yes. be like this is the biggest case in the galaxy, and Glenn is the best. So Glenn got hired to take down his old crew. For sure. I like Are you that on board, Eric? Okay, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like picturing. That. I'm picturing handsome Luke Wilson in like total like Captain Kirk mode, like, oh, like yeah. you know, like got the like slicked back hair and everything. Yeah, it'd be really fun. And uh, yeah, just seeing him like constantly one up Schwartzman at every like turn and making him look terrible. Um, yeah, I love it. I love it. And then I think to to dive more and to keep with the human aspect and and and. Uh, all of that for Schwartzman. I think Cap has to die in some situation. Yeah, in his arms, he's holding Danny Glover. Danny Glover like literally passes the baton to him, and now <laughs> he gets to be the captain yes. of the ship on the last trek. And now it is really him versus his mortal enemy. Yeah. Yes. Now let's also. Well, no, we're maybe not quite there yet. But at the end, uh, Dottie needs to, like, in a in one last effort, profess her love to him. And then he says, it's always been you, Dottie. Yes. And then they make out at the end. I, li- I like that. Like, they're making <laughs> that was out yeah. as a, a slow pass it out. Yeah. So <laughs> do you think maybe Dottie, uh, to focus on her a little bit, she is uh, suspicious of the kid at all? Do you think that she... I think so, yeah. So sure. she's yeah, the one she's that the early on is kind of like, yeah, you're right, she is the smartest. Like, like uh, maybe this isn't a great idea. And, you know, you Cap and Murray... See her in her style, like, smoking cigarettes, been like, I don't like that. In a full jumper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't she's in like a gray jumper that can, says Can we Dottie. get rid of him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's just <laughs> anti-kid the whole way. And yeah. and probably based in her love for for Alert, um, that she wants to protect Alert. She knows this kid as Alert is kind of struggling with the where do I sit with all of this? Like in mm-hmm. my midlife crisis. And then there's that you know if you look at like the the traditional like Campbell story wheel, or if you look at the the Harmon expanded story circle. I love whole, it. You have to have a loss at some point. You have to pay a big price, and that big price. To get everything he wants, being a captain, comes at the hands of Cap dying. Mm -hmm. So Cap dies. He finally gets it while they have the kid. Dottie's in his ear about why we shouldn't have this kid. We should just put this kid back on his pod and shoot him back out into space and let Glenn take him and blah, 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 all of this stuff. But he still is the anti-hero, you know, anti-anti-hero. And he's like, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be, I'm going to save this boy and I'm going to, you know, turn ourselves in and we're going to, you know, pay our price. And he's all kind of gung-ho on that while they're, you know, again, battling. Uh, do you think Glenn kills Cap? Do you think that should be something Glenn's actions winds up killing Cap? Yeah. I think, I think, Probably. I think directly and, and, and like in a very like, like, 50s sci-fi like handsome guy with a ray gun like but it's cold-blooded <laughs> murder and it's but just there's kind no of like, wound either and yeah yeah they say hey uh like they're chasing they're battling a little bit and then eventually they go you know on screen with both of each other and they're looking and they're they're having a conversation like we need to meet face to face 
in a neutral place, you know? So they find a neutral place that they can go to. Maybe it's like a space cafe style thing. And they pull over at a space truck stop and they go to this space cafe and they're having space coffee and they're sitting there. And she pulls a full Han shot first under the table across at Cap right as Allert is coming in, you know, saying, you know, like nervous about the whole situation. Kind of like, hey, maybe we should get out of here. Maybe we should get out of here. Yeah. He's him. But yeah, like that 50s ray gun under the table, <laughs> boom, yeah. he shoots, he kills Cap right in front of him, gives him that that big puppy dog brown eye evil stare that, mm-hmm. you know, Mr. Wilson can definitely pull off. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls a button and di- disapparates. Yeah. Ooh, I think it'd he, be... And then he... he or puff of smoke, maybe. Puff of smoke, and he, yeah, he, he gets uh, 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 transferred back to his ship. Yeah, or to yeah. his ship. Yeah, yeah. I think we could have a... F- I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you go, you go. I think yeah, that was kind of the end of my thought there. That was great, I love it. I, th- I think it could lead to like one of those like awkward Wes Anderson comedy beats where Danny Glover, say, is like dying and he's like, he's like, oh, this is the end, this is the end. And like Schwartzman's like, it's okay, Cap, it's okay, I've got this. And he's like, what, you've got this? No, no. And he's like, he's like, it's okay, I'll, I'll take care of them. And he was like, uh, I, I was... I'm 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 thinking maybe we need to look outside of you and he's like like <laughs> in that moment just go peacefully. I have just a dossier in my desk. <laughs> he's like he's like, wait, you don't you don't think I'm the one to like like it's it's an awkward moment right. as he's dying that he has to admit to him that he's like, No, you're I don't think that you should replace me. <laughs> like like yeah, like yeah, this whole time maybe Schwartzman has been heavily under the assumption that like he is Cap's favorite. He is the one that's <laughs> meant to take the mantle. And um, you know, he's rect- been rectifying this whole time with a lot of stuff. And I'm wondering if like the movie's leading us to believe that he was meant to be a good guy. He made the wrong choice early on. He's got stuck in a profession where he's supposed to be a bad guy. But maybe maybe I don't know. I don't know. Is that is that I think that's where it's going is mm-hmm. he's always wanted to be the hero, but when he got into the space game early mm-hmm. on, the biggest and best thing you could be was a space pirate at that point. Like everything goes in waves, you know? So like yeah. coming up, it was like, well, do you go with the Galactic Federation or no, you no, the Galactic Federation's a bunch of assholes right now. You go anti that, but really he Ooh, probably grew up I got, wanting I got to a be great scene in, a real captain. In in uh, his like um, quarters, he's got like a hero from his childhood, almost like the comic books. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. a poster mm-hmm. on the wall of mm-hmm. like some great space pirate captain, and it's he Willem Dafoe. <laughs> oh yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. And then after Cap dies and he's back on the ship, freaking out, he like rips the poster off the wall and like rips up the poster of his like. Hero. His hero, his space, space hero. pirate thing, when he, like, space hero, yes. realizing that, like, yeah, maybe I'm not supposed to be the bad guy. Yeah. Because he, he watched Glenn kill the captain, and he knew that was bad. So, yeah. yeah that was, like, is, like, the turning, turning point. point. And that really hits him emotionally, like, all right, maybe I don't want to be a space pirate anymore. Yeah. So, maybe he ends up at the end, like... Being becoming a captain for the Universal Council. Or yeah, something. like he goes. Maybe so, it, they get there. They she says 
to well, this is this goes a long way bringing this prince prince uh, Fritty back to the back back home. So we need maybe one more sign of faith, sign of good faith. You need to do this task for us, Captain Ooh, Allert. Yeah, Captain Allert. So. So is his last final task going face-to-face with Glenn and taking down Glenn, who has been terrorizing everybody in the galaxy? So now to he's already well, lost. Well, either at- that or or maybe they take care of Glenn before they get there. It kind of feels like it need, like that should be the kind of like very end of the movie. Okay. Where he doesn't actually accomplish the task, but they maybe they send him to deliver the kid back to his parents or something. Maybe that's the next task, and that sets up the next movie. Ooh. I like that. I always like setting up the next movie, especially when you don't get the next movie. Yeah. I always, <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. The, the, all right, we're going to put you out. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so maybe uh, he just like kills Glenn before that. Maybe he blows up Glenn's ship in like a really fit of rage. So and, after uh, he tears the poster of his hero down, he tears it down yeah. and he's angry and, he, and he's furious, but he knows that he's got to be the good guy, but he just lost like the man who was basically his father. And then, Bill is just kind of aloof to the whole thing and just kind of off in his corner doing, you know, his fucking stripe style bullshit. And they, he just goes, all right, like, you know, like I'm basically the, I'm the captain now moment. Uh And and Bill just goes like, wait, he chose you. And he's like, after the hilarious scene of the, the, yeah, yeah. So he lies and says, yes. Yes. He's like, well, I've got the captain's <laughs> pin, don't I? Yeah, I got it, which I just took off his dying body. Um, but, like, <laughs> like, I'm the captain now. And Bill's just kind of like, oh, but Dottie's just like, yes, exactly. This is what needs to happen. And mm-hmm. then uh, in that fit of rage, he turns and he instructs Eli uh, to uh, man all, or, or, or to activate all of the weapons that they have and to shoot. <laughs> everything they have at Glenn and there's just this ultimate battle where they're just swooping it out of space they're missing they're hitting they're missing they're hitting and then there's just a scene where Glenn's ship like comes to a spot where they turn and they just play space chicken and they're just running at each other oh shit and they're just going at each other and they've got no weapons left they've got no weapons left and they gotta figure out a way to get this and he shoots Eli out of the (laughs) and shoots Eli into them exploding (laughs) their ship into their engine or something yeah yeah yeah, shoot him right into their engine and just Eli's just you know he's, he's a robot nice and you hear the over the intercom as their screams like right before this the ship explodes. You just hear like there's coffee everywhere, and then just... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. yes, that's great. And then when they're at the council, he's like maybe they're going through like the cl- the crimes that he was wanted for, and there are all these little petty things. And she gets to the end of the list, and you know obviously this you know this bringing the prince back came a long way. And she's like, is there anything else we need to? know about that we need to add to this list and he's like no i don't think so and then bill goes well we killed glenn yeah we killed glenn. <laughs> like okay well now you're gonna need to do one more thing for us to to make up for that or, up. or maybe they're like you know i always hated glenn yeah glenn yeah. was always kind of hate that guy yeah but then they, he has, <laughs> thanks he has, for that they admit then to uh to doing the terrible thing that they thought was a terrible thing at the beginning yes. of gassing that planet mm-hmm. and they look at them and they're just like Wait, what do you mean? What terrible thing to 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 gassing? You know, you know, planet Zorpanorp or whatever it's called. And yeah. uh, they're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got hired, and the, he's like, listen, like, 
Like, we're here to turn ourselves in. We got hired to do this terrible, terrible job and release this gas on this planet. And they're like, Zorp is Zorp is, is fine. We don't get what you're talking about. He goes, how do you mean it's fine? We watched it explode. They're like, did you mean when you, like... Killed all the space mosquitoes? Killed all the space mosquitoes, yeah. And, like, set them free of this terrible, like, space West Nile that was going on on their planet. <laughs> and, he, and in that moment, they're just like, oh, okay, all right. So we're good, and they're like, and then they go, well, we're almost good. You have done a lot of terrible things as a space pirate. Right. So your last thing is returning Prince Freddy back to his family so he can face them and, and, and pay for those crimes that he might have committed on his own. Yeah, he can face mm-hmm. his own judgment. He can face yeah, his own I- judgment. Well, boys, I think we did it. I think that's it. That's good. That's oh, good. No, I like it. We didn't wrap up was... So they save the people, the tip that the kid gives them. Oh, yeah, people. yeah, they save the people. So the whole time that all of this is going on. There's 40 there's, people yeah, 40 on the people ship. in the car. And Donnie's <laughs> in the background taking care of them all. And yeah. Bill doesn't have anything to do with it. But then all Maybe of those people like, witness may- him do that, hora- or that, that, that horrific, <laughs> heinous attack on Glenn. And just that moment where he goes full ape shit. And yeah. then there's a moment of silence and then they all cheer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they get and there, I think they let them all off. They get and I think maybe ruffled. they don't speak the same language as everybody else. But, Ooh, what I was thinking yeah. cool too language. is that they are all the same actor. Ooh, so it's wow. like they, he saved like a it's like a work colony mm. of clones. Oh, and so, oh that's uh, cool. You got to pick somebody ridiculous though. Adrian Brody. They are all Adrian Brody. <laughs> there you go. And there's four. There's forty of them. There's like Adrian Brody in short hair, Adrian Brody in long wigs. Give him yeah. the mohawk that he has. Yeah. Is that the one he played? No, no, Son of Sam. The Son of Sam movie. Yeah. That's the fucking mohawk in. Give him the pianist look. Just look at everything he's ever done. <laughs> Brothers Bloom, everything. Just throw yeah. it all out there. Yeah. Well, that'll like be easy it. for the poster. <clears throat> Just the poster will be Schwartzman, Murray, Houston. Luke Wilson off in the background, the way they always do the villain kind of just off in the mm-hmm. background. Everyone copies the Star Wars poster now. The yeah. Do you have any visual artists on your staff, Kyle? Do uh, I mean, we uh, for Houseboat themselves, we've had a handful of people that have done art for us. So we can That's definitely cool. probably try to get them. And the base of the picture is just 43 Brodies. <laughs> the, like low in the foreground, Brody's. That's good. That's so, good. And what Perfect. was the title? Do we want to go? What was the life aeronautic? Was the first one you that threw out? Do you have any other option titles? Was joking title that uh, yeah, yeah. that we've thrown out there. But I don't know. Do you have any ideas for what we should call this, Zach? Alert! Alert! Not alert, but Not alert. 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 <laughs> alert! What? What about alert? Alert! No, alert! No, no. Alert! <sighs> So it's just like and there'd have to be after the shoehorn a titular line in there at some point. Well, what should we do? We we better alert Alert. There you go. Yeah, I, don't yeah. alert, al- I don't want to alert Alert. I don't want to alarm Alert. Yeah. No, I just said alert Alert. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to sound the alarm. Al- you know Alert's going to be alarmed. You've met him, haven't you? <laughs> yes. This is that's by the way all the lead up to before we even meet Alert is <laughs> just is is a very like Wes Anderson like uh like. Full body shot of two people in a hallway outside the door talking about. It's just Bill Murray and Danny Glover just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alert, 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 alert. What do you mean, alert, alert? I don't want an alarm. Alert. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Alert. 
I always thought his name was Al Lert. Is it? Yes. Uh, I, I don't know. I think this might be the least we've ever argued about a title. That's it, right? That I think that's good. Okay. Yeah. Easy. That sounds like a not movie. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. This was really fun. Yeah, um, this is great. Go ahead and, and tell us again what all your things are called and how people can find you. Uh, one of the really cool things about your show is that it's live, so the people can can tune in and you never know what you're going to get. It's, it's nope. unfiltered and yeah. you get what you get and <laughs> yeah, I'll just, take it back. I'll just say this. Uh, three weeks ago, we had our buddy Steve-O, who's been in bands like The Holy Mess, Split 50, uh, uh, Steve-O and the Crippling Addictions. We had him uh, and his wife, Jen, were on, and it was kind of a last-minute thought because we had a guest cancel, and we decided to play Circle of Death, um, you know, like the beer-drinking game where you're just pulling cards, and each card has a different meaning. And one of them's, uh, one of them's, one of them's uh, cards is, uh, is nine is rhyme, so you have to go around in a circle and rhyme. And I go, swamp, and Zach's sitting to the, to, to the left of me, and he goes next, and he just goes, mind Kampf! And we're just like, <laughs> oh god, okay, all right. Moment that rhyme—that's what came out. Swamp. And <laughs> we do not edit our show, so that was the live version. And then when we put it out as a podcast version, that's how it went out. To be fair, the next round he had to say a fact about himself, and he goes, "I'm really upset. I rhymed swamp and mine comp." <laughs> he redeemed himself, but yeah, uh, you can find us on YouTube Houseboat. Uh, we used to be called Houseboat Tommy Lee Jones, but. For multiple reasons, we are now just houseboat. Um, he is still our spirit animal. He is still our our uh, our, our mascot. Um, but yeah, on uh, YouTube, houseboat. You can check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you really get your podcasts. Um, you can find the Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up show. We're put out by Moot.TV. Uh, have you had Eric or Anthony on your show at all? We have had Eric and Anthony on our yeah. show. We wrote so, a movie called. Uh, the it was the he- it was the the Fonz one, yeah. Ooh, yeah. go I, take I a listen I've, to that one. I've not listened. I just listened to the Scott Harris one, and that one. Oh, was, nice. That one Operation was, great. was yeah, really fun. That was so good. Um, but yeah, they. <laughs> when I meet the Fonz, that was the the when song I that we wrote for. But I don't. And yeah. it's it's like fully Six a musical. Months. Like that episode's well, a musical. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> well, that I, makes that, sense. It's, it's pretty good. It makes like sense it. with those guys. But yeah, they're uh, Moot.tv, Eric's production company, puts us out on all of those platforms. So every Monday. Uh, following our live show, you can get Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. Um, all of our brunch weekly original singles. Another cool thing, as we kind of spoke about earlier, when you joined us uh, virtually and added to the song, we write, record, mix, and master every single song in about four hours. So from uh, conception to completion, wow, four hours, and then we are live at 9 o'clock. Sometimes Zach isn't in the room yet because Zach's the mastermind and the genius behind all of that. So he's up here, quote unquote, mixing and mastering everything um, for us to be live. And right now we're in the middle of doing our first 10 song actual album. We've done a bunch of six song EPs, but we're doing an Americana uh, themed album called Americana Super Soul. Um, and, ass. Which stands for ass. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that, that's where uh, you can hear uh, Sean on our second song. What, what was the name of that song? Living Out as Hell. Living Out as Hell. Um, and so, yeah, we put out that those songs so you can find them. And soon you're going to be able to find everything music-wise wherever DistroKid is going to put us. So we're going to be getting all that out to you. Uh, you can find us at uh, HousebootTLJ yeah, on Instagram. Look up Houseboat, HousebootTLJ, or Kyle Mocha on pretty much any social media platform, and you'll find us. All right. 
Sounds good. Sweet. You can follow us on Twitter at Not Movies. Um, Go listen to our other episodes. Rate us on iTunes if you like us. You've probably listened to a lot of our episodes if you're here. Probably. Uh, and you probably haven't rated us yet or left us a review. So tell us you like us and it'll make us happy. Please. Do it. Please. <laughs> Do, Do it. it. Do it. Okay. That's it for, for today. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.